0: How would you rank your client experience from one to 10? Let's be honest, some of us are really good at certain parts of our business and some of us are not. One thing that I've noticed about real estate agents is they're always looking for people within the industry, the Brian Buffini's, the Tom Ferries. and those people are great, don't get me wrong, but every once in a while it's nice to go outside of the real estate industry, find an entrepreneur, somebody that can relate, and that person, my friend, is George Bryant. The Mind of George podcast is absolutely top notch and is more than applicable to our real estate business. And so today we're going to dive into what George really focuses on. And he has become, you know, a huge seven figure, eight figure earner just by dialing in what he is good at. And that's the client journey. So stay tuned. I'm just going to kind of give you a review of his podcast and understand how I am incorporating things that he teaches every single day in my business. So stay tuned and we'll dive in. Welcome to the Real Estate Agent Playbook, helping you win at the game of real estate every day. Here is your host, Jeremy King. What's up? Welcome to the Real Estate Agent Playbook podcast and YouTube. Uh, Today, we are going to talk about George Bryan. I'm so excited for this. I've completely revamped my client journey. As a result of just listening to the Mind of George podcast for the last few months, I have developed a template in order for agents within my organization to develop a dialed in specific to their personality type client journey. And that's exactly what I can do for you. If you're interested in talking about joining the Wolfpack, please check the link below reagentwolfpack.com. We can book a call and talk about all the things that we offer. But for now, let's get into the episode. So here's the biggest thing that I've learned from George and his uh, kind of mantra is relationship speed algorithms. And I got to thinking, what is the only thing that cannot be replicated by technology? I mean, obviously we have the chat GPT, we have the Zillow's, we have the Redfin's, we have the iBuyers. We have all of these pieces of technology that are looking at removing the human element to the client journey. And that is exactly it. The client experience, the customer service, the feelings that the client feels within that journey cannot be assessed by a computer. So that is, as real estate agents, that is our livelihood and that's what we really need to hang on to moving forward. So this this whole client feeling management or client psychology management is something that You know, I've kind of developed from listening to the Mind of George podcast, but let's unpack that a little bit here. And George was recently on a private call within our organization, The Wolfpack, and he unpacked um, these five principles that he uses every time he gets a commitment, whether that's someone joining a course, someone following him on socials, all of the things, he knows that the dopamine levels are high once that commitment's made, and the minute that that commitment is made, kind of people pull back. And so he has these five principles that he lives by, whether you're following him on Facebook or Instagram or checking out his social media or, you know, purchasing one of his courses or even the courses he gives away for free. This is all a component to it. And it is all about managing that moment and the moments after that commitment is made. And oftentimes we, you know, it's human nature to kind of sit back and say, okay, we got a commitment. They signed the buyer's agency, like let's pull back. And then a couple of days later, or maybe right away you set up that search, but then it's kind of on them, but there's gaps in time that we're not really, you know, considering. George talked a lot about when he purchased a home and that the gap of time between, you know, when he went under contract and what's next and and if you do not manage that client psychology piece and you're not immediately there and you don't have those things in place to explain what the next steps are what's going on that's definitely something that you know allows the client to kind of wonder and their mind wanders and, and that dopamine's lowering and they're no longer that excited so Immediately upon commitment, George talks about acknowledging. And when he's doing his courses and that kind of stuff, he's acknowledging, celebrating, and just kind of leaving it at that. Hey, let's celebrate the fact that, you know, we just made a call to to me to get, you know, the process started. That's so awesome. And, you know, in the coming days, we will kind of do this process right and build you know a great plan for you but for now let's celebrate grab a drink grab your favorite food and let's just you know celebrate you and the fact that you made this commitment well that kind of gives them you know obviously you're talking about them and celebrating and, and that kind of stuff so that gives them that and you're acknowledging the commitment that they made whether it's big or small as real estate agents we we kind of drop this, right? The biggest purchase or the biggest decision of your life is sometimes purchasing a home. And do we take a moment just to celebrate that commitment at different stages of the game? I know I do at some, but not all. The next thing we need to do after we've acknowledged that, and George does this, you know, based on different days, you know, maybe day one through five as we go through this. In this process, I'm gonna kind of talk about them and i have already started to kind of couple a few of them together not to rush the process but just kind of as a real estate transaction the deadlines start coming up pretty quickly so we need to kind of compress the five-day cycle into maybe a two or three but i think that hitting each of these five steps is super important so the next of the five principles is to prepare prepare them for what's to come and we'll talk a little bit about managing this we don't want to you know drown them, you know, with all the steps at once. So just prepare them for what to come, maybe one or two or three next steps that kind of might, they might need as a buyer. Hey, you know, the lender's gonna be reaching out for updated docs, make sure you pay attention to that, the earnest money and set up an inspection or whatever. Just kind of prepare them for those things. Hey, I'm gonna send you an email tomorrow, that has, you know, the inspectors that I typically use has instructions on what to do with the earnest money, and understand that the lender is going to be reaching out. The faster that we, you know, respond to them and get them what they need, the more smooth this process will be. So you're just kind of preparing. You don't want to throw a bunch of stuff at them at that time. But anything that you put in here in the preparation stage, make sure you follow through in the, you know, correct timeline that you propose. The next is to maybe pre-handle and, and a big one here with the real estate world is you know, maybe pre-handle that buyer's remorse that you know a first-time home buyer will feel. Maybe pre-handle the objections that you know will come from the inspection of, you know, the entire list and asking for the seller to handle everything that even is noted on the inspection. So kind of pre-handling expectations is super huge within this real estate process, but that's kind of just pre-handle what you know is coming because. If you pre-handle it and it happens, or you know, for a lender, maybe you say, "Yeah, they're going to need the bank statements," and it's pretty annoying that they needed the exact dates. But this is why they need it. So just you know, take your time when you're pulling those current bank statements to make sure it has the right you know website on the bottom, or all of these things, all the things that you know are pain points for your clients of the past that they've maybe raised a hand and said this is annoying. Maybe you just kind of pre-handle a few of those and when that comes up, it's not, you know, a fire drill. It's like, okay, you know, Jeremy told me this was gonna happen and so you're there. So you're pre-handling some of those things and you don't wanna get too far ahead, but you also don't want the real estate transaction to start coming, you know, up where, you know, maybe the title commitment's out and now we're at appraisal and all of these things and you haven't kind of pre-handled some of the objections and some of the common headaches that do, do rise in a real estate transaction. The next is to project, project what's to come, project, you know, you want to project all of the happy (laughs) parts, right? I can't wait to, you know, see a picture of your family and the Christmas tree, you know, next to that spiral staircase or all of these things to kind of give them a little bit of a reminder about what's to come after that, you know we've pre-handled some stuff and he actually has those reversed where he prehand or projects and then pre-handles either way is fine but obviously project what's to come and you know kind of give those those timelines the the keystone pieces of the process you know and happy and okay yeah we're doing all this because you know we wanted that fence yard for our dog or whatever kind of I can't wait to see, you know, what you guys do with that kitchen. You know, it's a great base or whatever we've talked about. That's kind of relating back to them and their story and kind of go from there. So that's, that's kind of the project to really kind of get through all the rigmarole of, of the contract process and being under contract because it is stressful and you note that it's stressful, but then why are we doing this in the end? Why, what's the end goal? What's, What do we have to look forward to? And why are we going through all this process and this headache in order to get to this thing? And that will really help kind of project the positivity and kind of get you on the right track within the transaction. Your misses, you know, obviously I'm talking within transaction for most of my examples as real estate, just kind of comparing it, but it, it applies to everything from the time that lead comes in to, you know, when they, get that pre approval, all of these steps at different phases, you can kind of restart this, you know, process and make sure you're hitting all five of these. And that's why sometimes I combine them because, you know, there's so many different steps to a real estate transaction. You know, you don't want to go through 5 days after, you know, they've set up their search and 5 days after they've been pre-approved and 5 days after they go under contract and 5 days after they close, you know. So, we kind of combine some of these, but I think it's important that every milestone marker that you you do have these incorporated. And finally, we're going to excite. I'm so excited to be a part of your story and help you build, you know, wealth through real estate or whatever that may be. Just some excitement stuff, some long-term vision you know, and, and definitely don't make it all about you. It's, it's about their journey and their excitement and what their plans are as, as you kind of move forward. So that's, that's obviously a fun one and something that sometimes we get so caught up in the paperwork and the process and all the things we forget to really, you know, inspire our clients and excite them because it is a very stressful time packing, moving, selling, buying all the things. Is, is a time where we can step back and just be that, you know, lighthouse, as George would say, you know, of excitement and, and kind of remind them of what the long-term is. Not necessarily like, can't wait till moving day, can't wait till this. That's okay and we can get that excitement rolling too, but try and think big picture about this. Try and think, you know, at the pre-approval process, like, can you believe that, you know, we're almost, we're taking the first step to not paying someone else's mortgage. We're gonna, you know, build wealth and pay our mortgage instead of someone else's and that kind of long-term idea and vision is is super cool to kind of infuse into sometime this mundane process. So if we can acknowledge, prepare, project, pre-handle and excite for, you know, each piece of of the client journey, I think that that's an amazing asset and will lead to much more you know, lucrative real estate transactions and referrals, which is, you know, honestly, what we're all looking for is to, you know, get referrals from the people that we serve, that we enjoy serving, because usually that leads to a pretty happy business. And if this is maybe a little bit, you know, beyond where you're at in your client experience, definitely take a look at this video right here. Does your client journey match your goals that's kind of the preliminary piece and was also inspired by the mind of george podcast but take a look at that video and let me know what you think in the comments um, in that video but that's something that maybe is a preliminary piece to this video next in that same call that george did for the wolfpack he talked about the three common areas where real estate agents are missing um, and this is again you know kind of has to do with those five principles and why he incorporates those. But the biggest thing is, you know, these three things are oftentimes, you know, huge misses for real estate agents, not only for the, you know, client experience, but also for future business with these, these individuals. And as we know, you know, only 18 or 19% of people use the same real estate agent they use to buy a house in order to sell that house, you know, in the following years. So this is something that's really important. And the reason for those five principles and the reason why George lives by those five principles after every commitment. The first is the zone of doubt. And that's a time where, you know, obviously the dopamine is lowering, like I talked about. And, you know, is this the right house? Is this the right decision? Should I be, you know, getting out of the rental world into buying a home? you know, all of these things that creep in. And if we're not acknowledging the celebration and we're not going through those five principles, this zone of doubt can get bigger. Um, also, you know, George talks about when he was purchasing a home and how, you know, he, he had the contract and then he didn't hear from his agent for a few hours. And maybe his agent said, you know, hey, I'll i'll send you an email in one hour with the following steps and it didn't come till a day later and so that zone of doubt gets bigger and then the the client's psychology and the mind starts to wonder and second guess themselves maybe and with a purchase this big you know the stress levels are already high so we need to work to you know shrink that zone of doubt by being you know at the forefront and having those conversations and you know sending those emails and all the things that we promise but as we develop a client journey and we can have these emails templated out, you know, and, you know, don't make it just a drip campaign, basically, but we want to continue to understand that in that zone of doubt, there's a lot of stuff going on and that's where you can make or break your relationship with your clients. The next thing, uh, realtors often do is, you know, talk about themselves a lot. And so this is kind of the inverse journey and think about, you know, oh, this is so great, you know, usually we don't do this but we often talk about our volume and and stuff in social media and all this stuff well if you have a client who's purchasing you know their first home and maybe they you know make six figures and all of a sudden they're seeing you make twenty five thousand dollars on this transaction like and we're talking about ourselves we need to make sure that all of these principles are implied And it's about them. It's not about, you know, hey, you've, you've just gone under contract with the number one negotiator and, you know, I'm going to do all these things for you and all this stuff. And I'm so great. So we want to really make sure that we are flipping that script and making the journey about them. Um, talking about their situation, their family, that what their process is versus, you know, what what my process is. Once they've committed, they've already know and they already trust who you are. We don't need to talk about anything else about ourselves as this is their journey. And you're just there to champion them along the journey versus, you know, trying to consistently you know improve and and tell them who you are and why it's such a great choice and all these things we want to talk about their journeys you know this is awesome it's great for you to get into this real estate market it's really tough in denver you know but we're gonna walk alongside you and help you along that journey but it's kind of relating back to them versus you know having everything come to you and talking about your accolades and how you are so great They are so great. They are the one that make this decision. They are the one that's making the sacrifice. So make sure that you're flipping that script within, you know, your five principles and your conversations and just kind of how you cater to your clients, because it'll go a long way because they everyone loves, you know, what's the statistic about everyone loves hearing their name? You know, you know, conversion is so much higher when you're using that person's name and, you know, dopamine levels raise and all the things. So make it about them. Okay. Turn that journey around and instead of telling them all about you, tell them all about them. That's huge. As Ed Milet would say, let me tell you about you is something that's absolutely key and you know, implementable in this client journey process that George talks about so well. And the next thing I already kind of touched on is we oftentimes drown the journey. Hey, we're under contract, here's your roadmap, you need earnest money, you need inspection, You know, then we're gonna talk about appraisal, you need to get property insurance, you need to do all these things in order to get to the finish line. Where we know that maybe we have 30 things that are gonna come up in the next steps and what they need, but if we can package them in little one or two or three or four you know, part series, then it's not as overwhelming right? Just focus on these three things for the next week. And then, you know, next week we'll have another list of things that are coming up. Don't worry about the appraisal and the title insurance and all the stuff that will come. But let's, for these three days, let's focus on one, two, three, take 15 minutes a day and, you know, do this or whatever it may take. Obviously the timelines are the timelines and they're based on the contract. But if, even if we can spread those out by a few days and just give them, packages of little things to do. It does not overwhelm and it does not drown them in their journey. So those were kind of the main takeaways from when George was on our call, but his podcast is a constant reminder and he has so much free content on his Instagram and that kind of stuff. But George's main thing is being a lighthouse for your clients and not a foghorn. So are we someone that our clients can look to not only through this transaction, but for you know the rest of their you know, experience in your community or whatever that may be, be that lighthouse, be the shining light. Okay. Yeah. The market's down a little bit. I'm still here. I'm still here for you. We can talk about this and managing this piece, managing this asset. So just constantly be that light lighthouse. And, and this is interesting because I was in a, another training the other day with somebody who spoke at the next big thing, Nicole Roots event. And they were talking about you know, one time they were complaining on social media about, you know, the potholes in a certain neighborhood. And then, you know, months later she was showing houses in that neighborhood, which is actually a pretty elite neighborhood in Chicago. And her clients were like, where are those damn potholes that you talk about? And, you know, where's that damn street? And, you know, kind of referenced her Facebook post, And she was like, oh man, like that negativity kind of goes and stays with our clients. So, you know, regardless of if you're a lighthouse or a foghorn, your clients are watching and those things will come up. And you definitely want to make sure that you're focused in on being that point of of reason and that something they can look to no matter what, no matter if it's calm seas or stormy seas, be that lighthouse for your clients. And that's how George does his podcast. It's an amazing, positive atmosphere, you know, but you'll see when you go head over and listen to it for sure. And so bringing this full circle, obviously as you know from listening to the podcast, watching the YouTube videos, I believe that Sphere of Influence is your business. It's not just a pillar to your business. And this is overarching in the entire mind of george podcast is relationships beat algorithms and once you take them from the algorithm maybe that's where they found you you know by no means am i not a proponent of social media but it's taking them from that social media putting them in your sphere of influence and you know kind of guiding them and exciting them and all the things that george talks about so absolutely mind-blowing episodes he releases them on monday and friday check out the mind of george podcast george if you're listening to this thanks so much brother i'm excited for for the future and, and your involvement with the Wolfpack. Uh, if you have any questions please let me know and if you're watching on youtube check out this video of developing a client target list and how i use that to kind of stay in mind and, and manage that client journey from lead to conversation eventually to client and lifelong relationship thanks so much for tuning in Please leave a review if you're watching the podcast and you learned something and comment below on YouTube. I look forward to talking to you soon. Bye-bye.